Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? That intro at the top of every hour. I am one who believes that you can probably never consume too much pizza because pizza is just my weakness. That's my kryptonite in life. However, you cannot go out and get thirds and fourths when somebody else brought the pizza and it's in a workplace environment where other people are going to also want the pizza. Yeah, I don't know what he's talking about there, but you know what? Whatever makes him work. He, I feel like Chris is the kind of person that has a personality where people will find a way to uh, give him as much pizza as his heart can handle. Yes, uh, both Canty and Carlin are, are very lovable fellas uh, that you kind of just want to feed pizza to. So this is Canty and Carlin. Amber Wilson and Matt Jones filling in for the guys. Canty and Carlin's presented to you by Progressive Insurance. You can tweet to both of us at Amber W Sports. That's me at KY Sports radio that's matt you can also give us a call triple eight say espn 888-729-3776 so matt it is time for us to do a little segment that we call get up get down which means that we're going to play something from get up and we're going to react to it but first let's start with this sound from aaron Rodgers. aaron Rodgers was on the adam sheen podcast on sirius xm which i mean look at him doing something other than the pat mcafee show But he talked about what his goals were as he enters his 18th season in the NFL. I don't say this as a cliche. I say this as heartfelt as I can. I want to win a championship. I've had all the individual success I could possibly ever have dreamed of accomplishing. I've got four MVPs. I'm an honorary black belt. I'd like to win another Super Bowl. So he admits there that he would like to win another Super Bowl. Most people on the outside looking in, even who aren't Packers fans, would like to see Aaron Rodgers win another Super Bowl. Chris Canty, who normally hosts this show, he was on Get Up. He reacted to that very soundbite from Aaron Rodgers. The reality is that Aaron Rodgers has a lot of show and prove in terms of being able to make it work with this team. That's the biggest thing for me. I I just, it feels like an indictment on his sports character, the fact that Devontae Adams would choose to go for a more stable situation with, wait for it, the Las Vegas Raiders overstaying with the Green Bay Packers. I just think that speaks volumes about the roller coaster ride that Aaron Rodgers created for everybody in Green Bay over the past two seasons. And he didn't just lose Adams. He also lost uh, Scantling, uh, Valdez Scantling as well. And so there is this conversation around Aaron Rodgers, Matt, that Rodgers needs to win another Super Bowl, that he's got a lot to prove, though, this season alone. What do you make of that? Well, at least he's an honorary black belt. That's what I thought was the funniest thing he said in his. Yeah, statement. that was funny. That that goes I'm like that honor- was really high on his list too. Like on his you resume, that's high on Aaron Rodgers' resume. I'm loved by my wife, my kids. I've won Super Bowls. I'm an honorary black belt, by the way, which I thought was <laughs> he's so weird. Is honorary uh, look, black belt the same thing as being a black belt? That's a good question. I feel like I feel I, like, I like it's I, not. I feel like anyone could be an honorary black belt. That just but but regardless of all that, look. 
He's obviously a great player. Does he need another Super Bowl? I don't know what that means, need. I mean, like, if he wants one, then yes. I mean, he's he's going to go down as one of the five to seven greatest quarterbacks of all time. Some people put him higher. Some people put him lower on that list. But there's no doubt that he's one of the five to seven best. So does he need one? I don't know. I think if he wants one, it's good to hear that's what he wants to do is that his, his goal is winning. I thought key, the, the point about Devontae Adams was an interesting one about how maybe he's just tired of dealing with the Aaron Rodgers experience. It does seem like to me the Aaron Rodgers experience has become exhausting. I find him to be maybe the most exhausting athlete outside of Kyrie Irving right now in sports. But with that said, he's great. If they get going and have a good year, they've got a chance in the NFC. But he needs another one to be considered one of the top two, but he's still one of the greatest regardless. Honorary black belts uh, recognize individuals who are not Taekwondo practitioners who, in the opinion of a review committee, have made a significant contribution to the promotion or development are you kidding at Taekwondo. Me? No, wait a minute. So wait, hang on just a second. Uh-huh. He is not even. Doesn't seem actual, like he earned it. <laughs> it's not even about the Taekwondo. It's about the promotion. The promotion of the taekwondo. on either a local, regional, national, or international level. So it is you have helped the sport, can, can and because of that, can, can you do me we're honor, You're making you an honorary black belt. It has nothing to do apparently with your Taekwondo skills. I hope I have that right. That's what Google's telling me. Do me a favor. Play Aaron Rodgers' clip again because I want you all to sit and think about what he says and the fact that for reasons that are bizarre to me, he includes honorary black belt. Play that again. I don't say this as a cliche. I say this as heartfelt as I can. I want to win a championship. I've had all the individual success I could possibly ever have dreamed of accomplishing. I've got four MVPs. I'm an honorary black belt. I'd like to win another Super Bowl. I mean, it's right after MVPs. I have four MVPs. He equates four MVPs to an honorary black belt. He doesn't even mention the Super Bowl he already has, by the way. That that might be one of the most pathetic things I've ever heard. That's like if you meet a guy at the bar who's like living through his glory, and he was like, I was honorary all-region in football. He's an honorary black belt. It's kind of like to me when people – when people become, when people give speeches, this this is a thing that I have an issue yes. with. People give speeches at graduations, and they become, they have an honorary doctor and all this stuff. Like they're an honorary doctor, and I'm like, huh? They gave a speech, they give a commencement speech, and you're making, you're giving them a doctor. Some of us actually went and earned a doctorate, and by the way, it took a lot of hard work to get there. So I'm out on honorary stuff, but also, Matt. <laughs> I actually don't know if I agree that Aaron Rodgers really needs another Super Bowl. Like this is fodder. This is conversation. It's great. It's ripe for sports radio. It's ripe for what you and I do. And it's fun to talk about. But the reality is that everybody thinks of Aaron Rodgers as one of the best quarterbacks of this generation. Right. And frankly, I don't think it matters if he ever wins another Super Bowl. It's not going to change the narrative surrounding his greatness. Dan Marino, the conversation with Dan Marino, because some people will say, hey, it's like him winning a second one would be like Dan Marino not winning any. He never, Marino never won any. But everybody also already thought Dan Marino was an excellent quarterback in spite of him not having a Super Bowl. What did it really matter? Aaron Rodgers at well, least has then, won. No, no, wait, I do ultimately, you, what does it really matter? You're a Miami matter? person, so you're going to take up. It does matter if you win none. 
without question. I do think you are looked at differently as a player. When you mention the five or seven greatest quarterbacks, they'll never mention Marino because he didn't win. Had he won one, he would be on that list. He's not because he didn't win. So, but, so Aaron Rodgers has the one, and the one I think matters a lot. The other one, I don't know. I've got to tell you, though, I have been – really hard on Aaron Rodgers for the last couple years for a variety of reasons. But I'm not sure he's ever said anything, including all the vaccine stuff, that I found more ridiculous than he said he was an honorary black belt in his list of individual accomplishments. I don't think... I've done I don't more think research I can ever forgive that. I can't. I mean, it, that's it unbelievable appear, to me. It does appear, and I, I keep researching the matter. It does appear that it just it doesn't require a physical earning of it. So it is that. It is just if he was he a regular black belt. If he was a regular black belt, I would think it's lame of him to say it. The fact that he says he was an honorary black belt. If I'm a Packers fan, I hear that and I go, "It's time for us to make a transition to Jordan Love." <laughs> goodness come on oh the back-to-back rating an mvp matt jones is done with him might because... need an honorary super bowl because the only chance he has <laughs> oh an honor- that's actually true an honorary super know. bowl maybe that one will mean just as much to him as the real thing canteen carlin is presented by progressive insurance progressive makes bundling easy and affordable get a multi-policy discount by combining your car home motorcycle commercial auto and more all of your protection in one place bundle and save at progressive.coms Coming up next, we're going to stay in the NFC North. Hard Knocks begins with the D- began with the Detroit Lions last night, but will the Lions season end in the postseason? That's next. This is ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? You're listening to Canty and Carlin with Amber Wilson and Matt Jones filling in for the guys. It is time for us to do a little buy or sell. We're going to do this NFL style. For that, we bring in our producer, Evan Wilner. What's up, Evan? Yeah, so we were talking about uh, hard knocks last night, the Lions. So we'll start there. These are going to be buy or sell non-playoff teams last year that can make the playoffs. Buying that the Lions can make the playoffs, Matt. 
buy. I, I would have said sell until I watched Hard Knocks, and then he got up there and told me that there's not a light at the end of the tunnel. It's a freight train coming to hit me, and you got to hit it back. And he said, we're going to have fun, and we're going to have fun. The Lions are going to the playoffs thanks to Hard Knocks, Amber. Oh, my goodness. Everybody yes. buying in on Dan Campbell because he's good at sound bites. I need to know if he's good at actually coaching a football team in the winning column. And so I am selling on this. I think there's still too many questions on this Lions team, and I am not one who's going to buy in just because he is wildly entertaining. All right, what about Jared Goff? I mean, he's been to the playoffs twice in his career. With a very good team. With a very good team. How, how many quarterbacks currently in the NFL have been to the playoffs twice? It's a great question. I'll let you sit on that, Amber. Tua Tungabao is not one of them. The Saints, Amber. That's true, but Tua also would have gone to the playoffs. Oh, Had he go. been on that team that Jared Goff was on, you no know, the team way. that the next year won the Super Bowl no with way. the dude who was in Detroit and, by the way, missed a whole lot of postseasons in Detroit himself. And even though people consider him now suddenly a top five oh. quarterback because he won a Super Bowl and we're all so living in the moment. Sorry, Jared I digress. Move on, three times. Sir Jared Goff went to the playoffs three times. That's right. Because he had a very good Rams team around them, and I could take that Rams team to the playoffs. Mm. What's next? Saints. Buying or selling that Jameis Winston could take the Saints to the playoffs, Amber? Uh, I, since you're starting with me, here's the thing with the Saints. I am not buying in on this idea that the Saints are going to the Super Bowl. I don't think the Saints are going to be nearly as good as everybody thinks they are. I think that they may miss a beat here, and the Sean Payton will miss a beat. I mean, where were they last season? But in the Sean Pay- post-Sean Payton era, I think it actually matters. I don't know if Dennis Allen as a head coach is going to work out this time, even if he was a darn good coordinator there in New Orleans. And I don't know if Jameis can be the guy that we saw for the first six games coming off of that ACL injury, and now he has to do it for an entire season. He already tweaked his foot in training camp. However, they are in the NFC. So if we're just talking playoffs, I mean, somebody in the NFC has to make the playoffs, I guess, Matt. Saints are definitely a buy. I think they are a great team outside of Jameis. I think Jameis can be good enough to get them the playoffs. That is a definite buy. And I'm not putting them in the Super Bowl like Joe Fortenbaugh, but I, they are a sleeper team that I like. How about the Panthers? Can Baker Mayfield take the Panthers to the playoffs like he did with the Browns, Matt? Buy or sell the Panthers? Uh, it's close, but I'll, I'll lean sell. I think the, page, the, the, uh, the Panthers are – a, a lot of pieces away, and I also, I mean, it, Baker Mayfield, how much difference is he really going to make? I need to see Baker play well for a full year before I do that, so I will say sell. But, again, the NFC is so weak, you got to find seven teams, and it's hard, but still I say sell. I'm going to say sell as well because it's hard to believe in this Panthers team. If Baker is at the helm instead of Sam Darnold, then, I, okay, maybe, like, it's possible that they find themselves in the playoffs, but that's only because, like Matt said, that NFC is so weak. I think overall, though, I I know that they have done some things this season beyond just the quarterback room to try to help that situation, particularly in terms of their OC and their DC. They were too reliant on collegiate coaches when Matt Rule built this staff. I think that this is Matt Rule's last shot, but I just don't know if he's going to make it to the postseason. All right, Amber, the Dolphins. Are the Dolphins buying or selling the Dolphins? Obviously, I'm buying. Hello. Uh, Yeah, I think the Dolphins actually have an opportunity here to make the postseason. This is a team that missed the postseason in a 10-win season, so we've seen them almost get there. The problem is they're in a loaded conference, but they're in one of the weaker divisions in that conference, absent the Buffalo Bills. 
I do think that this is legitimately a much improved Dolphins team. They already had a really excellent defense. They improved dramatically on offense with the help and weapons they brought in, the protection for Tua and Teron Armstead, the Tyreek Hill addition. I'll say, yes, they'll make the postseason. I'm not putting them in the Super Bowl. Everybody calm down. Yeah, they're not making the postseason. Huge sell. The AFC is too good. I mean, again, you're going to get three teams out of the AFC West at least. You're going to probably get uh, at least one team out of the uh, in a AFC North besides the uh, besides the winner of the division. So there's no way I can put the Dolphins. I think they'll be better, but I still think if they were in the NFC, I'd buy. In the AFC, I sell. Well, you mentioned that AFC West. How about the Broncos? Buy or sell? They can go to the playoffs. Well, they'll be my seventh, so I will buy. It's really the Russell Wilson factor. I think he will get them in the playoffs, so I'm going to put them as my seventh seed. I like it's tough division, but I think if you look the division, the other teams they play in the are, are weaker. Besides the six in the division, I'll take the Broncos. I will buy. This division's so good. I mean, you could have three wild card teams out of this division. This could, division could be nuts. But because of that reason, because the division is so good, and I think that they're all just going to beat each other up in the regular season as they all face each other multiple times, I'm going to go sell on this one. I also have never been one who thought that the Broncos were only a quarterback away. So I'll go sell, but I don't so feel super confident about that. So you, have the, Dolphins, you that. have the Dolphins in over the Broncos. E- weaker, easier division. I mean, I think that the Dolphins have a much better chance when they play the Jets multiple times. I don't really believe strongly in this Patriots team, so they play the Patriots multiple times. I'm not going to try to make an argument about the Bills. Evan? Yeah. I'm just glad you said the Broncos aren't making the playoffs because uh, I just I, – they may have been a quarterback way. I just don't think they got the right quarterback. Speaking of the right quarterback, oh, the wow. Chargers have it. The Chargers going for the playoffs. Finally, is Justin Herbert going to go from not making the playoffs to making the playoffs? Amber, buy or sell the Chargers? I guess I'll I guess I'll buy on this. And I think that Justin Herbert's in a position where he actually needs to make the playoffs at this point because we're all so high on him. And so now the Chargers have also put even better pieces around him and really dramatically improved that defense. I'm going to buy on this. The question mark here to me is the coach. And he's the wild card in terms of their success. Also, of course, they are in the harder conference, but I'll go by. Yeah, I, I'll go by as well. They'll probably be my six seed. I'm going to have the Bengals as the, or excuse me, the Ravens as the five and them as the six. Uh, I like Justin Herbert, obviously. I, I think everybody needs to calm down with them as a Super Bowl team. But in terms of he doesn't have to make the playoffs, but Burrow's there. I think Herbert's secondary cast is close to as good as what Burrow has. So if you want to stay with your guy, if you want to kind of be one-two in the in the in the battles, I think you got to make it happen. They got to get the playoffs this year. I think they will. I'll buy with the with the with the Chargers. How about the Browns? Let's let's play the game that Deshaun Watson is only suspended for six games, which is the original suspension. Let's say that is upheld. The yeah. Browns buy or sell going to the playoffs, Amber. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll buy if Deshaun Watson's only suspended six games. I don't think that's going to be the case, but I'll buy. Yeah, I'm going to sell. I mean, they if it's only six games, they do have a chance because their first games are so easy, and so they have a chance to go five and one even without him. Nevertheless, I, I, I still will say sell again. AFC's tough. That division is tough. I think they'll be the third best team in that division. If, they're, if I'm going to let all the teams in from the West, if they're going to be the third best team in that division, then I don't have any choice uh, but to sell. All right, real quick, we got two more AFC teams. Ravens, buy or sell going to the playoffs, Matt? Uh, definite buy. I think the Ravens are the team that were not in the playoffs that I'm most confident will be, only because of the injuries. Last year they had injuries. This year, if they don't, or at least go regress to the mean, then they will make the playoffs. 
They were so injured last year. It's obvious they would have made the playoffs had Lamar Jackson not gone down and also everybody else on that team that went down with injury. They were absolutely decimated last season. So just them being healthy this season, they would be a contender in that division. But then also, if you take into account some of the things that they did in the offseason, I think they took a step back in terms of losing Hollywood Brown. But beyond him, they did make some nice moves. And then they had a draft haul. 11 picks, I believe, they utilized in this draft. I'll, I'll go by on this with the Baltimore. Ravens if Lamar can stay healthy this time. All right, last one, the Colts with Matt Ryan. Buy or sell playoff team? Sell, but close. I think they'll be much better, but I still think the Titans end up winning the division. The Colts' only chance is to win the division. It'll come down to one game. I'm going to sell because I picked the Titans, but it's close. I'm going to sell. I don't feel great about it. I think that Matt Ryan is a, is a big improvement, but obviously a much older quarterback. I do think he's a big improvement at that position. I wouldn't be shocked if they go, but that AFC is just loaded. So I can't put everybody into the playoffs, I guess. Canty and Carlin's presented by Progressive Insurance. From the NFL to college, and we haven't even had a single game, but one coach at a marquee school is already on the hot seat. That's next. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. Amber Wilson and Matt Jones filling in for the guys on Canty and Carlin. Canty and Carlin's presented to you by Progressive Insurance. So Matt Jones is a big college football guy. And so I wanted to get your take on this article on the dot com. Uh, Pete Thamel has an article where he talks about the college football coaching carousel. And he said the hot seats and breakdowns of 10 FBS conferences. So I do want to get your thoughts here on who is on the hot seat. I know we're still, you know, weeks away here from the college football season, but who is on the hot seat this season already before the season is even kicked off? Well, I think the biggest hot seat in all of college football, there's two, but really the number one one is Scott Frost at Nebraska. You know, I mean, he's an alumnus. If he was an alumnus, he would have been let go last year. They went three and nine. They have made no progress whatsoever since he got there, and he came with all the hype because of what he had done at Central Florida, and now Central Florida's had success without him, and it may just be that that program is better uh, than Scott Frost. Scott Frost, Nebraska football, we've there's no program that has gone down more in 30 years, but they expect to be better. I think they've essentially given him one year. He opens up the season against Northwestern over uh, in England, and they better win. I mean, they've got, they have to win. They lost eight games by one score last year. They got to win some of them. So that's number one. And then number two for me would be Brian Harson at Auburn. Most of the Auburn fans already want him gone. The schedule is tough. 
He's got a uh, he has a, a monster row of games to play. They got to play Alabama, Georgia. They're the only team that plays both Alabama and Georgia in the regular season. If they don't win eight games, he gets replaced, and I think that's going to be almost impossible, Amber, for him to do with what Auburn has right now. Those are probably the two answers that most people would give. I think those are the two best examples of the hot seat and the biggest names, I think, on the hot seat for those programs. The Huskers, they haven't made a bowl game in five straight seasons. You mentioned how they restructured Scott Frost's contract there in Nebraska. That's a new athletic director, Trev Alberts, who comes in, so not the same AD who who hired Scott Frost. So that matters here. But he was able to get Scott Frost to cut back his salary by a million dollars. A buyout is essentially cut in half after October 1st. So keep that in mind as well. So you're right. They've even structured the contract now where he gets one last chance. Scott Frost obviously knows he has this last shot to prove himself. I've never understood what has happened here with Scott Frost in Nebraska. I thought it was an excellent hire. I thought he was phenomenal at UCF. I don't understand, frankly, why yeah. it hasn't worked out, Matt. And here's how, ba- here's how bad things have gotten in Nebraska. Nebraska had a player, Wondell Robinson, that we talked about that ended up with the Giants, who literally left Nebraska to go to Kentucky, one of the historically worst football programs, but is now on the rise. And when he left, he said it's because Nebraska cannot showcase a good offense, which is exactly what Scott Frost was known for. So the fact that you had an elite talent at Nebraska who left to go to Kentucky because you don't have the ability to put an offense on the field. If Scott Frost wasn't an alum, he'd already be gone. And if he doesn't do a lot better this year, he'll be gone at the end of this one. It's so weird to me because people say you can't recruit to Kentucky, you know, and it's like, I, I don't know, 90s Kentucky would have something to say about it. I just don't understand really why well, they have such a hard time. I don't think you can recruit time. to Nebraska now. I, That's I mean, what I meant. I'm sorry. I meant Nebraska. I had Kentucky on my mind because you, know you just said Kentucky because I hear your accent. I meant I just, Nebraska. Why can't you recruit to Nebraska on I think it's on, because on what used to happen for Nebraska was before the early 2000s, the only teams that played on national television were like 10, USC, Miami, Notre Dame, Alabama, et cetera. Nebraska was one of those teams. Right Now everybody is on national television. So why in the world would you go to Nebraska when you could stay closer to home and still be on television? I think that's what's happened to them because they do not, they do not produce elite athletes in Nebraska, and that's caught up to them. Yeah, that does seem to be a factor here. Uh, You mentioned Brian Harson as well with Auburn. I mean, that seat seems unbelievably hot to me. I think that's the hardest job in the country, by the way. Well, they're last in the SEC in recruiting rankings. I think that is the stat that matters most. Because here's the the truth about Auburn. Like, it is damn near impossible when you're in that conference and when you're chasing guys like Nick Saban in that conference. That schedule is absolutely brutal. It frankly stands to reason why they'd have six win seasons I don't think it's that crazy the problem is though when the recruiting is that bad then and you're in the and you're in SEC country it's the opposite problem that you should be having in Nebraska right like you should be able to get some yes. homegrown talent there and yet obviously you're in a state where Alabama's stealing all of them that's the issue the, the SEC West is hard enough But a few things have happened to Auburn. First of all, the bad teams in the SEC West have gotten a lot better. Ole Miss with Lane Kiffin, Mississippi State with Mike Leach, Arkansas with Sam Pittman. So, like, there are no gimme games. Arkansas used to have three gimme games a year. Now they have none in their conference. And then the second part is 
they are being in the state of Alabama with Nick Saban is such a detriment because even when you're good, you're not as good as the guy down the street and all of your fans expect to be. I genuinely think Auburn is the hardest job in the country to win and meet expectations, and Brian Harson is just going to be the next one who's not going to be able to do it. I don't disagree. Uh, an incredible place to play in terms of environment and a ridiculously oh, yeah. beautiful campus in yes. Auburn. Auburn, Alabama, that is maybe the prettiest college campus I've ever been to. Canty and Carlin is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Amber Wilson and Matt Jones filling in for the guys. Coming up next, we're going to discuss if one quarterback is good enough to have his number retired because, like, it's now not happening anytime soon. Is that how I was supposed to read that, Evan? I feel like that was a disjointed tease, and I'm even interested to hear what's coming next because I don't even know. That's next. This is ESPN Radio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You can't miss Canty and Carlin, Pound for Pound, the biggest show on ESPN Radio. Canty and Carlin, Amber Wilson, Matt Jones filling in for the guy. So apparently there was a black bear on campus today. I have that right, or is it a brown bear? Am I making an assumption about the color of the bear? Okay, good. So it was a black bear on ESPN's campus today in Bristol, Connecticut. For those of you who don't know, Maine ESPN is located in Bristol, Connecticut. There's not much there, but there are apparently bears, and they've made an appearance on ESPN's campus. How do you guys have this information? Because I'm down in Florida. We're doing this remotely, but all the producers are up in Bristol. I mean, do they, like, alert your phone on ESPN campus? Don't go outside because there's some black bear roaming around? How do you that know exactly. there was a that secu- there's a black bear roaming around? There was around? a security alert sent out that there was a black bear on campus. Wow, that's amazing. So did you hunker down inside? I wasn't on campus yet. I only saw this via, like I see anything in the world, Twitter. One of the head PR people here, Chris LaPlaca, tweeted out that there was a security alert that there was a black bear on campus. I didn't see the actual bear. I, I did have a bear come to my front door 10 days ago. So like clearly they're getting closer and closer to me. Connecticut has a bear problem is what I'm finding out. Bears scare the bleep out of me. Because, Matt, they look cute. Like, they look cute, you know, no. but they ain't cute from what I understand. You I don't think, go Evan, you, should, you should have been out there protecting people because they're, they, they, people look to, to leaders like you to help in, the, in this situation. You should have been out there with Chris Berman and Scott Van Pelt protecting <laughs> the campus. Yes, missed, missed opportunity for me. I will say, like, it, it could have been worse. Like, in my town of um, where, I, where I live in Connecticut, across town from me, a bear went into someone's house. And what? they had the, the door open, and the bear walked right in. The guy chased it out of the house, and the next day the bear came back and tried to get in again. Oh, my goodness. Wow. 
That must have been some good eating in that house. I mean, I hear about this. Like, in Florida, even, this can happen when you're camping or something and you, like, are cooking outdoors and whatnot. But it's just so much more rare down there than down here. Like, we don't have – where I live, there's no bears around me. So Florida, I'm just not concerned in, about a black bear showing up to my house. It's inconceivable here. Maybe but in alligator. Florida, the, reg, the regular people are weird enough that you don't have to worry about the bears. The, just the, the Florida average, man might show up at my front door. The average everyday people that you encounter in Florida are much – scarier than any animal could be so i can totally understand i cannot argue with that statement frankly but nevertheless (laughs) i would still be terrified to run into a black bear i think it's funny the thought of evan wilner being the protection of the campus i do think they would send out i think they would send out evan to take on the bear espn would before they would send out scott van pelt let's be real about uh the hierarchy here and how that might work we're coming down the stretch here on Canty and Carlin, Amber Wilson and Matt Jones filling in for the guys. You can tweet to us at Amber W Sports. That's me at KY Sports Radio. That is him. Matt Jones has been at a bar for the entire show. You have kept your head on straight, even though it sounds like now that the activity has picked up around you. There's drinking and fun to be had, and yet well, you're still listen, sitting there working on radio. Amber, again. the Kentucky Wildcats play against the Dominican Republic in basketball tonight, and so the I'll bar here in Lexington is full of people. It's on the SEC Network, on the ESPN family of networks. Cats, uh, I'm going to say, are a nine-point favorite against the Dominican Republic select team, so I hope you will tune in and see next year's uk wildcat team that is next level loving college basketball which is of course exactly what you do in kentucky we have loved this show we want to thank everybody who helped us make this show happen mike reese stopped by pat leonard rob ninkovich chris carlin they all helped us out on today's show we were happy to have them we're happy to have you listening to us and now it is time to go three and out sometimes it's the worst Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is Three and Out. This is Three and Out. It's where we go through the three stories of the day that didn't make the rundown that we haven't gotten an opportunity to get to yet in today's show. The Wake Forest Demon Deacons quarterback Sam Harton. Hartman is out indefinitely with a non-football-related medical condition. Head coach Dave Clawson said Hartman underwent a medical procedure Tuesday night after seeking medical attention during a workout earlier in the day. The school did not specify the nature of the situation. They cited privacy laws, but Clawson said it was one of those things that could happen to any of us. So obviously our thoughts go out to Sam Hartman. But Matt, on the football field, now how big of a deal is it for the Wake Forest Demon Deacons? It's a big deal. I mean, first of all, it's unbelievably sad because it's clearly something that's very serious. But he w- he's a great quarterback. I mean, he was probably a second-tier NFL prospect. And then he's a guy who, I mean, they were, they were ranked 19th in the preseason, Amber. I mean, this is a team that had a chance to win the ACC So I do think it is a huge deal on the field. But I just – I hate the story because this is a kid who has so much ahead of him. I mean, this really was a chance for Wake Forest to have one of its best years in the history of the entire school. And to have this – I just – when I saw the news – from my friend Les Johns that, that, that reports on Wake Forest, I, I, just a devastating story uh, from Winston-Salem. 
He led Wake Forest to an Atlantic Division title last season, a Gator Bowl victory. Uh, you know, he was one of just 16 Power 5 quarterbacks in history to post a 50-touchdown season. This seems like a huge loss to me huge, for Wake Forest. And you know the fact that we know about it now and that we know about this medical procedure, even if we don't have the details about what's going on, the fact that we know that deal. he's a total loss for the season, like, it's um, yeah, it's a big yeah. deal. It is a big deal for this team. And I'm with you. It feels like it's something really serious. So, again, our, our thoughts go out to him. But uh, right now, 3 and Out is brought to you by Indeed. Thanks, Evan, for getting that up there. 3 and Out is brought to you by Indeed. Attract, interview, and hire at Indeed.com slash credit. Moving on to the next one here. Lions rookie Jamison Williams has officially switched his jersey to number nine. Matthew Stafford's old Detroit number. He was looking for a single-digit number. And then he reached out to Stafford on his own via text as an act of courtesy before he took number nine he wanted to make sure that he had matt stafford's blessing are you good with him asking for matt stafford's blessing to take number nine uh well i'm good with him asking i don't think he needed to because it's not like matt stafford is uh is is you know a saint I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a human being, and he didn't win a Super Bowl. So, yes, I think it's very cool that he asked. I think that shows a level of respect and a level of deference that is uh, really cool for a, for a guy that age. But I don't think he needed to at all. And so when I saw the story, I was like, man, I didn't realize Stafford got that much respect that you couldn't even wear his number after he left. I was really surprised that he reached out to him because I'm with you. Like, Matt Stafford, great. I know everyone's super high on him because obviously he just won a Super Bowl. But we are talking about a player who didn't win Super Bowls in Detroit. I mean, given, like, nobody would have won Super Bowls in Detroit. I don't even know if Tom Brady would have been winning Super Bowls on the Detroit Lions teams that Matt Stafford was part of. But it's not exactly like we're talking about a Tom Brady, right? We're not talking about somebody of that stature. We're talking about Matthew Stafford, and then he chose to leave the franchise. I think that's also a key component of this story. And so I was surprised that he bothered to reach out to Matthew Stafford. I think it was very nice. I like the deference given to a player that was there for a very, very long time. So I guess from that perspective, that was his number for a very long time. And so from that perspective, it's nice that he was giving him that level of respect. Matt Stafford is an icon there in Detroit, but he's not the best quarterback ever. He didn't win a bunch of rings there. Frankly, probably wholly unnecessary for the rookie to do. Aaron Judge, he hit his 45th homer of the season this afternoon as the Yanks are playing the Mariners in Seattle right now. But the Mariners came back with three runs in the bottom of the seventh against the Yankees' bullpen to take the lead. It's currently sitting at 4-3 in Seattle at the top of the ninth. How many home runs is Aaron Judge going to finish with here, Matt Jones? Are you one that thinks he can break the either real record or the fake record? And by real record, I actually mean Barry Bonds' record. Uh, well, no, he cannot break Barry Bonds' record. Can he get 61? Maybe. I'm going to say 59. I think he'll slow down a little bit. I think people will pitch him different down the stretch for a variety of reasons. Normally, when guys are going for those records, they're not necessarily going for the best record in baseball. That matters this year because only one team gets the berth. So I'm going to say he finishes with 59. But it's weird. He's on this huge surge. He's hitting all these home runs. He's a great story. And the Yankees keep losing. It's an interesting dichotomy happening in New York, Amber. 
It is. I mean, at 45, you would think uh, with all those homers, and he's still hitting them. That's what's funny about this. It's not like he's in some massive slump here, but exactly. the wheels have fallen off a bit for the Yankees of late. I think I wasn't one who thought that he was actually even going to get to 60, but now I'm starting to believe it. I mean, he's certainly on pace. Got a really for good it. chance. And he's got a really good chance, and man, he just continues to do it. Even when they are, like, I feel like the fact that he's doing it when they are losing is making me even more convinced. Like things have been terrible. But he'll be pitched differently down the stretch. I mean, he He, will. He'll be pitched differently down the stretch because these games, they're going to be in high impact games against teams trying to make the wild card. Their last, I think, twenty games are against AL East teams. So I do think he'll get less chances later on. He's on pace right now to hit 65. So I don't think he's going to get to Bonds. I don't think he's breaking 70. But I could see a world where he breaks the 61. And and to your point, yes, people may pitch to him differently down the stretch. But, boy, people haven't been able able to figure out against him so far. I mean, already. They have not. Pitchers would very much like to take away some of these home runs and disrupt this possibility. So Aaron Judge just continues to have an MVP season and continues, frankly, to earn money because that paycheck goes up with every <laughs> single home run. Betting on yourself. He did that, and I don't know that there have been many players who have been more successful at that than Aaron Judge was this year. Yes. I mean, even if even if he got injured at this point, like I think, I it think it's all matter. paid off. Right. I'm not even sure it, it would matter. matter at this point. I think that that contract's going to have a four in front of it, which is pretty remarkable. Canty and Carlin. It's been Amber Wilson and Matt Jones filling in for the guys here on ESPN Radio.